What's up? In this episode, I'm going to give you a little uh, brain hack to help you uncover a really simple way to get through uh, your sales calls better, to get through your team meetings better, to get through those hard months better, and to get through, truthfully, any experience where you have to Uh, deal with some hardship in the business or even relationship arena at the same time as well. Now, I want to explain to you that uh, yesterday, uh, my beautiful partner, Michelle, took me on a experience that um, in hindsight was really cool, right? It, um, It put me in a position where I had to definitely get out of my comfort zone and put me in a position where I definitely, 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 definitely had to um, dig a little bit deep and deeper more than than it had in the first place that I thought it would in the first place. Um, we went ziplining. Um, I think the highest point off the ground was something like uh, 150 feet and like 35 meters. Um, you know, it's not like crazy, but if you, if you were to drop, you would die, thousand percent, right? Um, as you start the course on the um, the whole ziplining experience, um, you can't actually go back, right? So there was uh, three ziplines and two uh, obstacle type courses where it was like a bridge, um, which was truthfully just like a bridge in the middle of the air that had like little wooden um, uh, like steps that were probably about half a meter, which is like one and a half feet of past, like like apart um, between each other, and like one piece of string that you're fucking holding onto um, with a hundred fifty foot or. 35 meter drop directly under you that I did not know what was happening or was going to happen at all. I um <laughs> I did not at all actually prepare myself for the experience that we we're going to be doing. I knew Michelle said we we're going to go ziplining. Um, I actually like made a conscious effort not to do any preparation for it. One, because I've been busy as fuck, but two, because I was uh, deciding to sort of like Try to not go with any expectations. Um, I've been trying not to have too many expectations that may or may not get broken as of late, just as a practice more than anything else. Not because I, um, I, I've, I've had expectations that haven't met whatever it is, just like going into things uh, typically prepared with l- low to no expectations of whatever the outcome might be typically makes for a better ex- like experience and existence on earth in the first place. But... As I said, I went into this unprepared. And um, so as we got there, I uh, I started to think about, oh, like the, the the anxiety sort of kicked in. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I, I haven't really thought about this at all. I've no idea what we're really getting into. I think I know what this might ex- this experience might be. And I think, it, I, I think I might not know what it is at the same time as well. And one thing that kept coming up was once we put the, uh, the the harness on and started the uh, the ascent into the high points of the actual forest that we were in in uh, near Wollongong here in New South Wales in in, in Australia, I um I started to to what's interesting 
for the zip lining part of the actual experience, like there was very, 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 very little anxiety, right? Like the zip lining part was really fucking fun because um, it just felt like gliding through the air, right? Um, a lot of like experience in that was really good and I would probably do it again if it was just the zip lining. When we got to the, um, uh, so the first, uh, like the, the, the first part of the experience was five parts of the experience was three zip lines and two bridges, right? The first, um, step was the zip line, right? Uh, Michelle went before I did. She's a crazy little bitch. Love her to death. Love, love her to death. And she did that. And, um, I watched her go. She looked like she enjoyed it. One of the things that they told us was, uh, make sure to lift your legs up as you get to the platform that you need to on the other side, Otherwise, you'll break your fucking legs and you will never walk again. They actually told someone not to um, come on the the not 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 to join us on that journey, and he had to like not actually. Uh, I think they refunded him, but he wasn't actually allowed into um, the the cable park because he wouldn't lift. He wouldn't have been able to his lift like lift his legs high enough because he's had knee reconstructions. I think. And he wasn't allowed to come along with us in the first place. I digress a little bit there, but it was like a safety precaution more than anything else. So um, as I've uh, gone from my uh, my first zipline, I um, I was a little bit fucking scared. I've got to be honest, right? Like the ziplining part was really fun, but what I was more so scared about was the actual, uh, the landing part more than anything else. Like this guy had put a fucking picture in my mind's eye of... If I get this wrong, my legs could break. So I'm like hyper fucking focused on that because this is what the motherfucker told me might happen. So I'm like, all right, cool. I really got to stick this fucking landing. Um, I did it. I stuck the landing, but like that whole period of time where I was at the point where they needed to be the the landing portion, I was scared shitless so badly. Um, landed, got up there, all good. And... Uh, kept moving along to the next stage. Um, standing there on the platform, on stuck to a fucking tree in the middle of a course that you can't go back from now. You can only continue forward through it um, because there's literally no other way to get around it. Like literally, you have to go through this course now. The next portion of this thing was the actual, uh, it was the, 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 the bridge. Now, I... I gave you a little bit of an inclination to this before, but this bridge, like tiny pieces of wood in the middle of the air that you have like a string to hold on to that are like centimeters um, or inches big, tiny, 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 tiny things to fucking stand on. And you either have, I guess, three places to look when you are doing this. You can either look to the side, which would be stupid because you have no idea where the fuck you're going. You can look forward, which is where you're looking to, to, to move towards. The risk you run if you're looking forward is you might uh, miss the step, right? Um, and the other place is to look down, right? And the, the, the benefit of looking down is to see where the step is. The, um, the risk to looking down is that you only see the descent of what you could fall into and you freak yourself the fuck out. So you kind of had to oscillate between looking at the the step you were on, the next step, and where you were going at all times in order for you to not 
like overextend the actual steps you would take and not like four flight, like literally four, right? Like full free fall into the fucking air. Obviously there was a harness on and obviously there was a, 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 a cable that we were connected to at the same time too. But even just the thought of it was, was scary as fuck. Now at this point in time, like I'm like trying to summon my whole fucking widow mentality of like, what if it did work out? What if it did work out? What if it did work out the whole way fucking through it? Right. I was trying to summon it the whole way through it because like, even though there was, you know, minuscule 0.1 to to, to 1% chance of it fucking up and dying, like there still would have been a chance of that happening, right? Like if the the cable came off and uh, subsequently I fell at the same time, like I definitely would have like fallen to my death and no one could have stopped me at the same time too, right? But it's highly unlikely that would happen um, and it didn't, so... Fuck anyone who hopes that it did. <laughs> anyway, back to the, uh, the 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 picture of what it looks like. And during the actual experience of the drawbridge or whatever the, the the bridge to walk across, sitting there like some people would be like doing their Hail Marys because they're schedulers. I'm doing my widows, <laughs> praying to my widows. Um, and as I looked down. I got scared shitless. As I looked forward, I felt less scared, but I was still a little bit concerned around where my footing would go. So you had to continually have to oscillate between having a quick look down and but keeping the main foot looking towards, sorry, main focus looking toward where we were going more than anything else. And because of that, um, I was able to get through it, uh, scared for the first one, absolutely scared shitless for the first one. Um, and got to the end of it. And the only reason that like, I've been stuck up on like mountains before. Um, and I've felt the same set of fears because like, it's really scary, right? Like, uh, and I, I, I guess the more I think about it, the more I'm scared of heights, I guess. Right. Um, but the, the, the feeling is like a paralyzing fear, if that makes sense. Um, but we got to the end. Went through it, got on the next, um, uh, the next cable, zip lined through it. Enjoyed that one. There was like another scary thing we had to do at that point, which was like grab a cable mid air, um, which was just kind of fucked up because you literally had to like let go of the part that made you feel safe and grab onto something else so you can get pulled up onto the next platform, which was kind of fucking scary at the same time too. But the only way to get through that was to not focus on looking down, but looking directly forward at where we were trying to go, which was the actual, um, uh, it was the, the, the cable again that I had, that I had to hold on, hold on to. So we've done uh, zipline, bridge, zipline, and now it was time for the next bridge. And like, I'm mentally preparing myself for this next bridge because like, at this point in time, like you got to fuck, like you kind of have to like be, be, be mentally prepared. Like I was scheduled for that first one. I'm like, and he's like, yeah, cool. So this one's harder and it's longer. I'm like, okay. okay. It was like double the fucking length of it. Um, the actual, uh, the steps were longer in between each little step and it swayed because it was longer. It swayed in the middle, right? Like it fucking like side to side, baby. It was like, if, if if you want some fear today, it's 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 here and ready for you, right? Got through it. Did it by making sure that 
there was a, 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 a simultaneous, simultaneous oscillation between looking at the step, looking direct ahead. But instead of looking down on the step that I was on, I would make sure to look at the two steps that were ahead and oscillate between those two steps and directly looking forward. And because I started doing that, I started realizing that I could go faster because I would just focus on the first two steps and then on the the the, the goal of the end result of the um the end of the bridge that we're going towards at the same time too. Um, in the middle was super fucking scary, right? Like in the middle, it was extremely fucking scary, um, because it literally swayed from side to side. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever uh, looked up the hero's journey. If you haven't looked up, like go to Google and look at the hero's journey in uh, Google Images. It will show you at the bottom of it. It's um like the the death and rebirth essentially, right? It's like the scary point. If you look at uh, any of the emotional, if you go to Google and type in emotional cycle of change, which is something we talk a lot about with our clients, which is a, an, another image you'll look at, which is the valley of despair is the bottom of it. If you look at the Dunning-Kruger effect, it's the exact same model. Um, and the, the, the bottom of it, the dip, Seth Godin's the dip, whatever it is. Um, it's always the middle that's the scary part that, seems to be a little bit uncertain, unknown, and truthfully, middle of the air, swaying side to fucking side, um, not knowing (laughs) whether you're going to survive or not. Seems dark, seems scary, seems like you have to focus on one step, the next step, um, and then focusing on like where you're trying to go gets you there much quicker than focusing on the step itself. And that sort of brings me to my point. Right, I got to the end of it and did the last zip line. Uh, Michelle, the crazy bitch, shouldn't call her a bitch. She's the best. Um, <laughs> she like literally went upside down on the last one, and she like as a sidebar, um, there was this like this other couple, the, the couple that were filming her and I, um, and they didn't film her for the last one when she literally went upside down for the zip line. And I think she, um, I think she wants to kill them. Like, I, I literally, I think she wants to kill them. The bitch is crazy. Um, <laughs> anyway. My apologies. I'm being a smart ass again. But what it made me realize was that it's a huge analogy that something that's, that, that, that I think I can drive a point home for, 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 for many people, um, that it's, it's a conversation that's come up a lot with our clients as of late, where they have been um, really way too focused on the step they're on right now and ruminating in it as opposed to looking at the actual goal they're trying to move towards. When you focus on the goal and the next steps as opposed to where you're at, things get a lot easier because you start focusing on solutions and not the problem itself, right? If you keep focusing on the problem, ruminating on it, asking yourself why and going through this fucking spiraling nature, it's like being in the middle of um, the bridge that I was talking about when it's swaying side from side, feeling like you could fall at any fucking point and fall to your death and die in the valley of despair from the actual emotional cycle of change or the actual uh, death and rebirth in the hero's journey, um, it can be really fucking scary. And just like when I was on that bridge, if I thought about the step that I was on and looked down, I'd probably have fallen, right? But because I was focused on the next two steps and focused on um, the end result, the thing that I was trying to move towards, it became a lot easier. I could move faster and there was less, I'm not going to say less fear involved, but it existed, but I moved through it a lot easier and a lot quicker. Um, I have noticed this for myself on sales calls and the, re, the, 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 
the way it's helped on sales calls to use this same frame is instead of focusing on, is this person going to buy? Is this person the right fit? Is this person all these things? It's focusing on asking your next question, your next question in the script, knowing the next question you want to ask, knowing the question you want to ask after that, knowing the reasons why you want to ask that and using the answers you get as a way to create the actual offer that you make to the person that you're on a call with um, instead of like, over disqualifying based on the answers that they give you. All you're doing is grabbing the information from the person and putting together the actual, uh, the, the best discovery that you can to ensure that one, they are the right type of fit. And then two, using that um, information to actually articulate an offer that makes sense for them based on the actual stage of business that they're at to move forward to actually get some help with you on what you're doing. Um, so in this context, the, 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 what most people do is they fuck up and they think about the person they're on a call with and are they going to buy? They're not going to buy the bike and are they not going to buy? Whereas when I'm on a call, what I do is I focus on, okay, cool. Every question I'm asking is just like, it, it, it's creating a, a space for me to be able to actually create an offer that aligns with the person's, uh, current problems, experience, what they want to achieve and um, looking at what the worst case scenarios would be if they were to work with us and give them an opportunity to come and collect the four or 500 grand that they want to work like, sorry, and give them an opportunity to come and collect the four to 500 grand that they could if they were to work with us in the first place as well, right? And that's like me looking at the end, which was the platform that if <laughs> if I didn't focus on the platform and, and land correctly, would have broken my legs, right? Um, and the questions and the, 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 I guess the, the answers that I would take down and, and note down to, you know, create the best discovery was like me looking at the next step and the step after that, as opposed to the step that I was on and over analyzing, over judging, um, which is what I see so many fucking people do. And that's why they end up, um, in analysis paralysis and sales calls and start talking way too much and fucking up and, uh, creating sales resistance with another people at the same time as well. And another uh, contextual, I guess, example of where this can manifest for you as well is uh, in Messenger, right? Like you're setting appointments with someone and you're focused on immediate disqualification instantly based off something they said as opposed to just asking the next question to find out if they're um, the type of person has a problem that you and your offer could solve or your, you and your service can solve in order for you to make an offer to this person so they can come to a call with you, right? Like I'm forever just trying to find out if there's um, a problem to be solved, which is the next step and forever trying to work out um, what offer to hop on a call needs to be made to this person for it to be valuable for them to want to come to a call so I can give them some insight on what it is that I'm going to do, which is the end, the, the, the end goal of that. Um, so I can link my um my 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 offer to the problem they're experiencing, Q offer linking the actual process that we use with, with with our clients, um to actually get them to the result that they want right. Whereas most people fuck up because they're in messenger, they're like in the valley of despair and they can feel the actual uh the bridge swaying in the middle and they end up freezing, not knowing what to ask next, not knowing what the intention of the actual questioning is in the first place. And they end up finding themselves in a place where they fall off the bridge and lose a whole bunch of opportunity that they started uh, on, on on the course of getting to, to, to set appointments in the first place. Similarly with um, team meetings, right? Like 
The amount of people that hop into team meetings not knowing the end result that they want, not knowing the actual steps to doing so, lack of preparation, and then getting to a team meeting, not having clear direction for it, uh, exercising bad leadership and getting to the middle of the bridge, swaying side to side and end up fucking everything up. Um, similarly with the clients that you work with, right? Like you haven't set clear expectations with them. You haven't set the picture of what that looks like. You haven't, you haven't told them that the actual, uh, there was, you know, what they can expect over the next 30 days, uh, the next seven, 28, 30, 42, whatever days it is, um, what they can expect. And then they start actually hopping on, um, the bridge of your service it starts to get rocky in the middle. You didn't tell them that there was going to be steps that they have to do um, outside the original scope in the first place. They are on the bridge. It starts swaying side to side and they go, fuck this. This is not what I bought. This is not what you told me would happen here. I do not want to fucking be here anymore. Fuck every bit of this. I'm out. Fuck every single bit of this. Give me my fucking money back. You ruined my fucking life. You are not the agency I wanted you to be in the first place. And because you didn't set those expectations correctly and told them that it was going to be that bridge that they had to cross, um, they now no longer want to work with you in the first place as well, right? Now, this is how it continually manifests in so many different areas in the same place it might manifest back at home somewhere, you know, like set poor expectations of the partner, not tell them that you're a fucking lunatic who, who owns their business and doesn't actually have uh, all the free time in the world because they haven't set their, their, their business up in a way with, where it supports their life. And now they live a life where they, they're fucking insane um, and their, their partner doesn't get to see them anywhere near enough and their partner now wants to leave them because they feel neglected and they were never bought into the actual, uh, the, the process in the first place too. And then you meet that rocky little middle area and it fucks everything up, right? The two ways to overcome this, right? Are number one, you must know where you're going and two, align the expectations of that with you and the people around you to make sure that everyone understands where it is that we're trying to go, right? And the second that you start focusing on where you're going in the next couple of steps, be it on a sales call, be it in messenger, be it with a team member, be it you treating yourself to, tra to training your team on the model of thought that I'm sharing with you right now, um, be it with clients, be it with your, your, your girlfriend, your wife, whatever it might be, with your kids, it's only until you focus on the actual end result that we're moving towards and the next steps that you can start getting yourself out of the mental spiral that you might be in, which is the uh, the metaphor of looking down and seeing the 150 foot or 35 meter drop, which everyone would get shit scared of. And people not understanding that might sway from side to side um, will fuck you up, right? Like one thing I can be really appreciative of with the guys on the actual tour is they said it might, it might sway side to side in the middle. Um, so like I was mentally prepared for a little bit, right? Like they said, it might be scary. It's so like, cool. I should be prepared for something that might be scary. Um, if you aren't preparing people mentally for things that might be scary for them, if you aren't preparing yourself for things that might be scary coming up, if you aren't preparing yourself for all the things that might potentially happen, it might fuck you up in this process, right? Um, and the reason I share this is because if you aren't focused on the end outcome and where that focus might be, you can very easily fall into your own spiral. And another great example of this is I, I, I was overthinking what I wanted to do for this podcast so, so badly today. Um, I kept thinking about, I don't have anything to talk about. I don't have anything to talk about. I don't have anything to talk about. And I started getting really like mentally, like mentally beating myself up really fucking badly. And um, as I was doing that, 
I, uh, for some reason, there was like a spark of, of if I want this to be a good podcast, what I need to do is I need to focus on the end result of it. And that's when almost immediately within the, 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 the seconds of, of saying that I had, I had to focus on what the feeling would be like and what a picture of what that would look like would be if I had finished the podcast and it was done and I loved it and it was fire fucking content that would change people's lives. And then the second that I did that, the analogy of the bridge, the analogy of the ziplining experience and the 45 different applications of how that actually comes through to the actual sales or marketing or team building or relationships came through almost instantaneously because I focused on the end result in the next couple of steps. And now I've been talking for 24 minutes and 44 seconds, whereas I spent three hours like ruminating in, I don't have anything to talk about, starting to like spiral thinking really shittily and, and, and going in, in, in the world's worst warped sense of reality. But if I just focus on the end result and the next couple of steps and continue to do that, this would have been done three fucking hours ago and it probably could have been on two sales calls since then and signed two more fucking clients up. So now I've got to go do that shit directly after this right now. <laughs> so as a um, as a tie-in from this, right? Like no matter how hard it gets and how hard you are standing in the middle of the bridge, not knowing if your foot's going to fall through and you might fall off, make sure you focus on the next steps and keep oscillating between the next steps, not the step you're on, unless you need to learn from it. But look at the next steps and look at the actual end result that you're trying to move towards, be it in your team leadership, be it in your... Um, sales calls, be it in messenger trying to book calls, be it with your partner, whatever it is. And continuing to do that will make it a lot fucking easier for you to move through the fucked up shit that is in, in like, it is going to happen, right? Like it is going to happen. You're going to fall into valleys of despair. You're going to fall into um, areas that you don't have the best skills in and you're going to, you're going to hit points like this. But if you can expect them, you'll close more sales, you'll have more team members that crush it for you, you'll book more appointments, you'll have a better relationship, and you'll make so much more fucking money because you're focused on the end result, walking through it and not fucking it up like so many people do. I just want to share that with you because this is like the focus point of living the limitless life that we keep telling you about. You can have the best offers out there, you can have the biggest pipeline, but if you aren't focused on the end result and what that feels like by doing it and then focusing on the next couple steps, you are doing it backwards and you'll probably sabotage every single fucking bit of it and that's not what I want for you, homie. Appreciate you. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. My strong desire is you never settle for second best ever again. And uh, I hope you guys all have the most amazing week, live limitlessly, and I'll speak to you soon. Peace.